This is Plaidcast Jr. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of the Plaid Horse magazine. On today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstride's book one, School Horses and Show Ponies. If you enjoy what you hear, all five Showstride's books are available on Amazon. Chapter 11. Tally could not stop staring. She'd never seen so many gorgeous horses and ponies in one place. Each one clipped and groomed to a shine, manes and tails braided in perfect tight rows. The showgrounds, part of the campus of a private school with a well-known riding program, featured three rings that ran hunter, equitation, and jumper classes simultaneously. The jumps set up in each show ring were nearly as beautiful as the horses. At the oak shows, jumps were just standards and rails, sometimes with a couple of flower boxes positioned on the ground below the bottom rail. Here, each jump was like a piece of artwork. Even the standards themselves were beautiful. Some were adorned with wagon wheels, while others were shaped like wishing wells and pine trees. In the ring on the far end of the grounds, where the jumpers competed, there were even standards shaped and painted like the wings of monarch butterflies. Which ring are you in? Tally asked Mac. They had time before the medium pony hunters would begin, so Mac suggested they walk the showgrounds and get some food. The indoor. Here, I'll take you inside to see it. The girls walked up a soft gravel path and into the indoor ring. The jumps were brimming with brush and greenery. One jump appeared to be made up of only brush. Sweetie will jump anything, but I think she would look twice at that, Tally said with a laugh and a nod towards the brush. Yeah, we haven't jumped brush like that yet, Max said, her eyes narrowing as she looked from the ring to the course diagrams posted just outside it. Hopefully Joey doesn't think he's supposed to eat it, or that I'm supposed to. Joey and Mac would have a couple opportunities at the brush, since this was a one-day show. In most A-rated shows, Mac had explained to Tally, a division was spread out over two days, but this was a local one-day A-show, so all of the jumping classes of the division took place in a row. Tally laughed and followed Mac out the back door, stealing one more glance at the ring before they left. Giant ceiling fans turned lazily at the top of the cathedral ceiling. The walls were decorated with blown-up photos of school alumni who'd gone on to major championships from what Tally could gather. Many of the show or class names were acronyms, and while she didn't know what the letters stood for, she could easily see the perfect form of each horse and rider in the photos. After a text to Ryan's groom Lupe to see what he wanted, the girls picked up their food, grilled cheese for Mac, quesadilla for Tally, and a Coke for Lupe, and walked over to the trailer where Joey was waiting. Do ponies get scared alone on the trailer, Tally asked. Some do, some don't. But Joey's on there with Danny. That new girl is trying him at the show today, so they'll keep each other company. Mac had walked the showgrounds fully dressed to compete except for her show coat and number, so the first order of business was for her to put those on when the girls arrived at the trailer. You ready for him, Mac? Yes, thanks, Lupe, 
Max said, handing him the can of Coke. Gracias, Lupe replied, giving her a quick fist bump. He led Joey off the trailer while Mac ate a few bites of her lunch, centered her number on her back, and fed the shoestring through one of her buttonholes. Tally noticed that she was doing everything just so, making things perfect and then double-checking them before moving on. Off the trailer, Joey held his head high, looking around at the new surroundings. He then lowered his head all the way to the ground and blew hard, as if he was suspicious of the grass away from home. Do you leave the earplugs in, Mac? Yes, leave them. Thanks, Lupe. Just as Tally was wondering why a pony would need earplugs, Mac seemed to read her mind. It keeps him a little more quiet and focused when he's not distracted by every little sound, she told Tally as she straightened her helmet on her head feeling around for any flyaway hairs. In what seemed like a matter of seconds, Lupe had the pony fully tacked up and handed the reins to Mac. Come on, Ryan will be in the schooling ring. Tally followed Mac toward the ring, absentmindedly petting Joey on his gleaming shoulder. He really looks amazing. Oh, thanks, Tal. I'm glad that elbow grease is paying off. Tally remembered seeing the term elbow grease in a recent issue of one of her riding magazines. She made a mental note about it as they arrived at the schooling area. Mac brought Joey to a stop in front of the mounting block placed just outside the ring. She swung herself over the saddle, and Joey began walking toward the ring before she even sat down. The two of them were such pros. They looked completely at ease amongst all the frenetic activity. In the ring, Ryan was laughing with another trainer as they set a plain white vertical in the middle of the ring for another horse and rider. Mac walked Joey a bit around the ring, bordered by tall pine trees, before picking up an easy trot. Sitting down at a picnic bench right outside the ring, Tally took in the chaos of horses and ponies warming up. Everyone was going in different directions and seemed to have separate agendas. She even witnessed a near crash between two horses. Their riders grumbled a bit, but just kept on riding as though it were no big deal. Mac and Joey, trotting in the other direction now, looked completely unfazed by the circus around them. Hey, Mac, go ahead and canter a couple laps on a loose rein, and then we'll jump a little, okay? After Mac had Joey warmed up in both directions, Ryan stood to one side of that vertical in the center of the ring and watched them jump it off the left lead a couple of times. Good, Ryan said. That's a canner you want. That's ring speed. Go ahead and catch this down the hill a couple of times now off your right lead, keeping the pace the same. Max sat up a little taller going to the right, balancing Joey as he cantered down to the vertical, which Ryan had raised to an intimidating height or at least Tally thought it was. Good, let's go. The three of them walked out of the ring, and Ryan held up his hand to give Tally a high five. Hey, spectator, good for you coming to watch. You can learn a lot just by watching at a horse show. I love it, Tally answered honestly. She hadn't thought much about learning so much as finally getting to see one of these big shows she had always read and heard about. Just a second, girls. Tally gave Joey a pat and looked up at Mac. 
Ryan is so nice, it shows, she said with a giggle. There really isn't much you can do here in terms of schooling, so I think he just wants to keep your confidence up and keep it fun, Max said with a shrug. You just want to get a couple decent distances in the schooling area before you go in. The work happens at home, you know. Before Tally could answer, a rider who appeared to be their age was leading Danny, ears pinned, towards the schooling ring. Ryan stopped to face her. Sophia, right? The girl nodded. Turn around and take that pony back to the trailer. His tail is full of shavings. I know you are new to this program, but we bring our horses to the ring spotless. Hallie felt a wave of embarrassment for this new rider, but the girl's expression looked more annoyed than upset. And while you're down there, fix your helmet. The sides need to be pulled up along your hairline. I shouldn't be able to see that hairnet elastic on either side of your face. One of my many pet peeves. I didn't see a groom down at the trailer to take care of the pony's tail, Sophia replied, her voice a bit haughty. I'm sorry? Ryan looked more than a little angry. Let me tell you right now, this isn't going to be the right match if you can't do something as simple as picking shavings out of a pony's tail and putting your hairnet and helmet on properly. With a barely detectable roll of her eyes, Sophia turned on her heel, pulling Danny behind her back to the trailer. Whoa. So much for nice, easygoing Ryan at the shows. Mac looked unbothered by the exchange as she nudged Joey forward and gestured for Tally to follow them. The more Tally hung around, the more she learned about Ryan and the way he did things at Field Ridge, the name of his business that he ran out of Oaks. She still wasn't quite sure what to make of it. After watching a few of the other medium ponies go in the indoor, it was Joey and Max's turn to jump the first course. In for their first hunter trip, this is number 440, Smoke Hill Jet Set, with Mackenzie Bennett in the irons. Fancy announcer, Tally thought to herself, as she watched her friend enter the ring and pick up a trot. Joey swept across the ground like he did at home. He had his ears pricked forward and a little extra spring in his step. It looked like he enjoyed being at a horse show. After bringing Joey down to a walk for just a few steps, Mac picked up a canner and off they went. Joey maintained that forward canner they practiced, and Tally held her breath as they approached the first jump, hunting it down together. Joey snapped his knees and made a pretty round effort over that first fence and the seven fences that followed. Tally noticed one quiet distance into a line, but Mac somehow made it look easy to cover the ground, and Joey stretched for the oxer at the end of the line. Not bad at all for your first trip, Mac, Ryan said, patting the pony as the pair walked out of the ring. Just keep your leg on through that turn to the outside line, and the jump in will come up better so that you can sit up and balance down the line rather than pushing to get out. Mac nodded, and Tally noticed that same steely expression in her eyes that she often saw while Mac was in the saddle. You know your second course? Mac did know it, and she wrote it even better than the first. They jumped the brush in their second trip, and Tally watched as Joey's ears flicked back to Mac a few strides out, as if he were checking in with her about this different-looking obstacle. But she kept him on track, and they jumped it without a problem. Woohoo! Ryan hollered at the end of their trip. Tally joined him in applauding. Mac walked Joey out of the ring and scratched his neck affectionately.
their third course, which the announcer called the handy, was their best one yet. They scored an 80. Mac wasn't quite as consistent with her canter rhythm, so they found another quiet distance or two, but the course was still quite good overall. Better than Tally could do, she thought, in awe of her friend. Ryan cheered again, and Mac leaned down over Joey's neck to give him a hug. When there were only a couple trips left in the division, Mac took off Joey's martingale, and Lupe took off his saddle, setting it on the fence line inside the ring and wearing the martingale over his shoulder. The announcer came on the PA with the order of the jog, which designated where the ponies pinned, provided they jog soundly. Joey was fourth in the first trip, then third, then another third in the handy. Tally looked at Mac's face when the results were announced and detected a hint of a smile before that look of determination took over again as Lupe reset Joey's saddle for the hack. Tally watched the dozen or so ponies in the division as they trotted and cantered around the ring. Many of them moved like Joey, big sweeping strides at the trot and straight front legs at the canter. The canter movement reminded Tally of the rockets she once saw in New York City with her parents. Walk, please, I'll walk, and line up in the center of the ring with your numbers facing the judge. A pretty gray pony named Sunbriar Symphony was called out first to collect the blue ribbon. Second place, continued the announcer, goes to Smoke Hill Jet Set, ridden by Mackenzie Bennett. Tally watched as Ryan walked out of the ring, breaking into a smile as a woman in the ring handed her a red ribbon. Just outside the ring, Ryan reached over Joey's neck and hugged Mac, slapping her on the back. Nice job, Mac. Solid rides. Lots of improvement. Mac smiled broadly and gave Joey another big pat. She jumped off and wrapped Joey's neck in a hug before handing the reins to Lupe. Tally heard her whisper to the pony, Thank you, my good boy. Tally was so happy for Mac and for Joey, but there was another thought that had been nagging at her while she watched her friend go around. Would she ever be good enough or have the right horse to compete in a show like this one day? Hi, it's Dana from Loricea, a collection of leather goods beautifully handcrafted in Italy and designed with the question in mind. This year, for the first time, we will be attending the Devon Horse Show and Country Fair. You can come visit us in booth 52 to see the Loricea complete collection of convertible backpack totes, as well as our collection of tote bags, small leather goods, and the very popular belt wallet clutch. We hope that you can come and see us, but if you won't be attending Devon, you can always visit us online at lauracea.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-C-E-A.com. Do you have a list of goals that you want to achieve with your horse? Are you taking time to build your mental skills in and out of the ring? There is so much information available at your fingertips with a subscription to the Plaid Horse magazine. You can find riding and training advice from top judges and trainers, grooming tips to keep your horse looking their best, and health information from top veterinarians and farriers to keep your horse feeling their best. All of this information and so much more can be found in one place, delivered straight to your door, with a print subscription to the Plaid Horse magazine. Subscribe at theplaidhorse.com slash subscribe. That's theplaidhorse.com slash subscribe. 
To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's show, visit thepladhorse.com. You can find show notes at thepladhorse.com slash listen. Follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plaid Horse magazine at thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. Please rate and review the podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I will see you at the ring. 